0: Hey everyone, tonight's show on Sex with Emily is all about how to meet your match. But first, thank you so much for listening to Sex with Emily. And one of the reasons you're able to listen to us for free is because of the incredible people at goodvibes.com. They only carry the best sex toy brands in the world. You don't have to mess around on other sites because they carry body safe grape toys all the ones i've tried and tested so they've got the vibratex girls the dahlia which is a dual action vibe which i love and of course the most powerful vibrator of all times the hitachi magic wand the magic wand so check that also if you would like to get any of these toys at all go to sex click on the good vibes banner and then you can see all my favorite toys in their store and use coupon code Emily 20 that's sex click on the good vibes banner Emily 20 Thanks for listening to the show.
1: Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone.
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Because you should just go there and check it out. See all the exciting things happening on the site. Plus, you can sign up for our mailing list. And when you do that, I send you email. First of all, you'll get a report, the five biggest mistakes you're making in bed if you're a man or a woman. Plus, I send emails. And like I said, I do give really good emails. I've told you. People tell me all the time. And I don't spam you, and it's just information that you need to know to improve your sex life. So I'd love you to join me there. And tonight's show, I'm so excited because we have my friend, matchmaker Amy Lawrence, calling in. She is a top-end matchmaker in New York, and she knows all about how to meet your match, what you're doing right and wrong on a first, second date, uh, and how to meet the right person. She's she's well-equipped to tell you. We're also are going to be reading your emails. I love hearing from you at feedback at sexoftheemmy.com. Some of the topics include how to flirt, a boyfriend is not satisfied with his sex life. Also, proper way to go down on a girl, because I know y'all wanna know that, and a few other topics. And first, uh, hi Anderson, I'm here with Anderson.
1: What's up, Em, how are What's you? What's
0: up, I'm good, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic.
0: We're live here on YouTube. Oh, we should mention this, that mm-hmm. we're doing a test right now, and we are live. Some of you are watching, we just tweeted it out, but from now on, if this all goes well, every Thursday night Pacific Standard Time from 8.30 to 9.30, you can either go to, I think it's going to be up on our website. So sexwithanily.com, when you go there, you'll be able to see the Ustream banner and listen to it. But right now, it's at ustream.tv slash
1: You should say also it's the letter U, not the Y-O-U. Oh,
0: the letter U. Yeah, totally. Right. And then this will be a video podcast after that you can all watch.
1: How long before we get our first topless guest?
0: See, that's a good point. It's just me tonight because Amy's calling in. We were supposed to have Tara Patrick on, porn star, But she's going to she be on in a few weeks now. have gone topless. Dude, she would have had sex with you right here, not you. Well,
1: yeah. Well, she might have. She might. mean not me. How dare you? Well, you're married. And I feel
0: like you wouldn't do that. Rune, Rune could bang her. Uh-huh. Rune's awesome by the way because Rune, uh, he works for LoveLine. He has a podcast, Pretty Oddcast that you guys he was on the show a few weeks ago and he set up this whole Ustream thing because people have been asking me for years like when are you going to stream it? When can we do it? And I'm busy. And I never worked it out, but Rune figured this stuff out. So I love him and I appreciate him and I appreciate you, Anderson. And I appreciate my listeners because I am teaching another workshop at Hustler in San Diego on October 25th. It's how to blow your lover's mind. It's not just about blowjobs, though. It's uh, everything you need for better sex. October 25th, San Diego, RSVP, feedback at sexwithemily.com. It's a Saturday, 3 to 5. It's going to be so fun. And check it out. Also, one more thing I have to tell you about is the Sexual Health Expo. I am giving the keynote January 17th, 18th in Los Angeles. It's gonna be, not besides the keynote, because keynote, it's gonna be a good one, but top sex educators in the country are gonna be there. You can take workshops to see the latest and greatest products, so you guys should go to that. And also, okay, here's another thing I have to tell you all, is that, so I've got this Facebook page, like most people do. Um, It's my fan page. It's Facebook.com slash sex with Emily and lately I don't know if y'all remember but my my Facebook page got shut down this summer because some like people who don't like sex and don't like people talking about sex had a whole campaign against a bunch of sex sites and they closed it down and I finally got it back up it took me a while to get it back up but I just would love everyone if you love me and you like the show if you would go to my page and like it because we're getting some threats again and it's Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. And if you don't want your kids see some of you are like, oh, but my kids will see it. Just hide it from your feed then and then just go there and check out all the cool stuff because we do update it every day. What's the worst
1: a kid could see on your site?
0: You know, nothing. Like a toy? No, no nothing. We're so, so clean. We're yeah. so PG. But but it's just these people who keep complaining to Facebook who are anti-sex. I, I
1: dislike those people a I lot. I dislike those people yeah. too.
0: And um, it's a bummer because I've worked really hard on it. What you about
1: know, the children?
0: I know exactly. Have you thought about the children? I'm a freaking doctor. I'm trying to help you with people have better sex.
1: Hey, I've seen your site, you know, and I'm a part of the show. This show does this show gets filthy. Like I, that's why I was closed the door. Like, way filthier than Love Line. But your site, and I've seen it in their Facebook site. I would say it's uh, way more, way cleaner than the majority of the internet. I agree. The vast majority I of the internet totally is filthier agree. than yours. And
0: there is your, nothing that we even do on psych. there that's offensive. But people are just—they were targeting a bunch of other sex experts, and they closed down all their pages. But I got it back up. But now they're like threatening to do it again, and it's just not good. So you got to you know, think about the children. Think about the people, but the children need—well, whatever. I'm sorry if you don't want your kids to see it. You can block it from your feed, but block it from your you know your timeline apps? Okay. So um, it's so funny
1: because the, the little people they're so worried about protecting, they were created by banging.
0: Exactly. And guess what? Your kids don't know how to bang because they're watching porn and they think that they know how to bang. And funny enough, last night I was out to dinner with some friends, some male friends. And as always, like one of them goes to the bathroom and one like sequesters me. And he's like, don't tell anyone this, but I can tell you because you don't know who I'm talking about. He's like, um, do you think it's okay to masturbate uh, twice a day? And I'm like, yeah, totally fine. Because, you know, people are always worried if they're normal or something's wrong. I'm like, yeah, it's totally fine, to- twice a day. And then he's like, well, sometimes it's a little more. And I was like, well, how much? He's like, maybe it's four times. I'm like, okay, well, do you watch porn? Yes, I have to watch porn. I have to do it. And I'm having a hard time now with women actually having real sex because of porn. And I can't tell you how much I'm hearing about this lately that people just, because the truth is it's not a porn addiction unless it's wreaking havoc on your life. Like, like you can't have real sex or you're not showing up for work or you're getting in trouble because of your masturbational masturbation uh, habit. So, you know, I told him just to kind of ease off of it maybe every other time not use porn, but he thinks it's all about the porn. And he's like, I can't find any girls in LA to bang like porn stars. And you know, this is like a grown man too. He's like in his mid thirties. But I'm also worried about the younger kids who are all thinking this is how I have to have sex. So that's why my show exists too because I'm not against porn. Porn's great for titillating and watching entertainment but it's not technically how you should learn to have sex. Right? So that's what um, I gotta say about porn. I have no problems and the truth is if he told me he masturbated eight times a day but everything's great in his life, that'd be fine too. It's only when it becomes a problem and it was becoming a problem.
1: How old is this guy? He's
0: like 35.
1: Yeah, it's a little high for a guy that
0: age. Four times a day, and then he, well, because he doubled it, he's like, it's actually four. And I can't have sex. I can't get a bonus. So then eight. it became a problem. Most, that's how it is. Usually people dribble it out. I'm like, okay, there's more to this dribble, story. It,
1: dribble it out. Really? Dribble
0: it out. That wasn't you're talking even about masturbating and coming. I know, you they it no, out? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, but seriously, you're right. That was funny. I didn't even mean to be funny. Um, I've got <laughs> a little. I'm funny when I don't even know it. Um, I wonder if we should bring our guest on. Is she on the phone now?
1: Uh, evidently, she is.
0: Okay, let's talk to her. Okay, first, I've got to introduce her here because I was on a reality show a few years ago uh, on Bravo called Miss Advised. It was about three single dating experts to practice what we preach, and we were in different cities, and you can actually download it on iTunes for like $4.95, and it's, it's entertaining. I have to say, it's a good show, not just because I was in it. But my other co-star in it is Amy Laurent. She is a top-end, high-end, successful matchmaker in New York City, is... You can find her at amylaurent.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T. She also is at twitter.com slash amylaurentmatch. And she also wrote a book called Eight Weeks to Everlasting. And we're still very, very good friends. She's friggin amazing. And last night I was laughing so hard because she posted something on her Facebook page that I was like, oh, my God, can you please call into my show tomorrow night because we need to discuss this article. And it was tips for guys And it was kind of obscure tips. Like, I'm always giving you guys, like, tips, like, very specific tips. But these were just, like, little social mores that I think that guys would benefit from learning. Let's just say that. And so I thought she should be on the show and with us today. And we're trying to get her on the phone. Because sometimes, even though we're at the Loveline Studios, the phones are funky. Yeah? So just one. Amy. Yeah. Hi, Hi sweetheart, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you for coming home from your fabulous party to um talk to me tonight.
2: What are you guys talking about? <laughs>
0: well, I'm talking about you, baby. Okay, so I was I was just introducing you. I don't know if you could hear, but I Oh. Yeah, you missed Well, we had some fun. But I was telling them that all that you do, and I gave out your website and all that, that you're a okay. top-end matchmaker. I talked about your book. Yep. You see VIP okay. clients seeking high-end matchmaking in New York and Los Angeles. And Oprah, she's got a quote. How would you get a quote from friggin' Oprah on your website? <laughs> Dude, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. If me. you haven't found the one, call Lawrence. A matchmaker facilitates life's most important mergers, Oprah.
2: Oprah loves me. Now, I have to say that I'm not a prude but if you're looking for a
0: relationship
2: you have to approach it in a certain
0: way. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So Amy, what I wanted to talk yeah. about is first of all, well yeah, okay, let's talk about that. If you want a relationship, okay. what do you mean? If you want to re- cuz I was talking about the article you posted, we're going to get to that, but if you what do you mean by that? Okay. Approach it in a certain way.
2: Okay. So here's my thing, Emily. I am not a person that says, like, oh, if you're a female, you shouldn't have, like, desires and a sex drive. But let me tell you, if you meet a guy that you really think that there's relationship potential, you shouldn't sleep with him right away, even though you really want to. Okay. I'm not against sex. I'm not against orgasms. Haven't had sex in a year. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I mean, you only sleep with she a guy right that. away if you're like, okay, it's the bin bob. It's someone that I can't... Because you have to
0: build a foundation with someone that... Because we get attached if we term. sleep you with someone to too quickly. You have to wait. You have to wait. I mean, I say that, and I'm yes. not a prude either, but I'm like, if what is why not wait? Because the best part of sex is getting to know someone, the anticipation. Well,
2: Yeah, but there's sometimes when you go out on a date and you're feeling the physical chemistry and there's an urge there. I'm not saying like women should be nuns, but I'm saying like if you want something substantial, serious, you kind of are taking this guy a little bit more serious than you would other guys you've met in your life, take it. Glow. So, what happens you know, if you
0: do sleep with them right away? I mean, that because I had a guest on last week, I was saying the same thing, and she's like, No, uh-huh. I slept with a boy, a guy for first date, and we dated for four years. I mean, of course, there's okay. always, but I just so say the one rule of, those of thumb.
2: People that say, Listen, Amy, I slept with my husband on the first date, and we're married for 20 years. Guess what? Good for you, but that's not the exception to the rule. Right. That is not what happens when you sleep with a guy in the first date. We're not saying to be a nun, but we're saying build a foundation. That's okay. all i
0: Because every guy's going to kind of try to sleep with you on the first date, probably. If he can. What? Every guy's going to try to sleep with you on a first date. Well, yeah. Take Man, that not at all. As a compliment. Many, many, many. Take it as a compliment yeah, be like, a compliment. This, Right. And then they keep them
2: waiting. Women are in control. Women get to dictate and say, this is what I think of the potential for the relationship. These are the boundaries I'm going to set. And guess what, guys? You should take it as a compliment. I don't want to sleep with your hot ass tonight. Right, exactly. Because I, I actually look at you as more. Right. So if I were a guy that's like, oh you know she's into me tonight that means i don't take you seriously right. and you know what i want to have some fun <laughs>
0: okay exactly okay aim so what else when you're matchmaking these people like what you must give them yeah. like instructions for like the date and stuff like the first date second date what are your rules yeah. like what are your what are your okay. do nots for like what are your yeah. top things that men There's should not really do and women should do like no brainer
2: 101 first of all a first date is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be light don't sit there and feel so comfortable. Oh, I feel connected to this guy. Someone is tell him about my like, I don't know, like alcoholic mother that that constantly wants money from me because I feel so comfortable with this person. Right. Don't talk about your exes. Don't talk about these weird things in your life. Keep it light. Don't talk about his work. Don't talk about her work. You Ugh. can brush upon it.
0: But say what? I always want to like talk about, about my work, though, life? Amy. They always want to talk about what my does. work. They always want to talk about my work, and I can't get out of that problem yeah. in the first day. Oh, yeah, girl. I feel <laughs> you, because your work is interesting. So
2: any guy that goes out with you is going to be like, listen, she's a hottie, so I want to go out with her, but that's going to come up. So tell me about what you do. That comes from, like, you know, a little boy curiosity. No, I get but, it.
0: But what you're saying the the is, way. I'm just joking, but I'm saying, yeah, don't talk about your work. Don't do that. So, okay, no. I get it. So keep, keep it light. light. Okay. Keep it light. And then um, what about, okay, so what do you think are the some of the mistakes then that like women might make on a first date besides sleeping with them?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> um, big mistake. No, I mean, I see it every day. I've been doing this for nine years right now. It's like, Oh. So what do you want out of dating? Do you want children? Do you want to get married? It's like those questions that come from women that are like. Don't ask those on the first
0: date. Do not.
2: Be focused. Yeah, be focused. But you know what? Pressure and like these kind of questions are the worst things you can do on a date it's like so do you want children
0: right because type a women who are like i've got i don't want to waste my time and i don't want to be with someone i'm just going to figure it out now so i don't waste my time so i'm going to ask them all these questions on the first date but you don't do that on the first date exactly you really really don't okay so (laughs) what i know really you really don't but i know that so many people do and it scares men because they like smell the like the desperation now what should guys not do that we're not something that we might not have thought about
2: You know, women are
0: pickers. You get to choose. Yes, the man needs to ask you
2: out on the date. He, you flirt. He initiates, meaning you don't ask the guy out. You smile. You give him signals, and he needs to be man enough to ask you out. But what happens? Go ahead.
0: What? Go ahead.
2: No, I'm just saying you never ask a guy out. You never text him first in the beginning. You never act like, listen, I'm putting you on a job interview and I want to know if you're like fertile or
0: something. But like a lot of people, a lot of people are like, wait, it's, you know, women's lib, equal rights. Everyone can ask everyone out now who wants to.
2: Okay, and we are equal in the business world. If I hire a male or I hire a female and you can do an equal job, yes. You deserve equal pay. But at the end of the day, when it comes to dating and courtship, you have to look down at your crotch and you have to say, Do I have a vagina or do I have a penis? The DNA, the you you cannot deny I don't have a penis. That doesn't change when it comes to courtship. Because do you think it's and because it doesn't mean you're less than, right. it doesn't mean you're weaker. It means enjoy, embrace. Being a smart businesswoman that can go out in the work field. But guess what? After work, when you go out on that date, you are a female. Put on a nice dress and let him open the door for you. Don't look at him and say, how dare you open the door for me? What do you think? I'm weak. That's ridiculous.
0: Because men want to be men, is what you're saying, and this is like it's like biology. Men they want to hunt men and, and, drag and drag you back humans. to their cave.
2: Brace it, and don't look at that as a weakness. Women need to start realizing that as a woman in the workplace, yes, you should be treated equal. If you do the right job the same way as a man, you should get paid and respected. Don't look at me like this. Don't treat me. I deserve it. the same time, the same respect. But when you go out on a date, let him open the door for you. It's okay. It doesn't make you lose. Okay, you got mean? it. So, Amy, As another women, question. Women, Amy. We have all
0: the control. We do and have that's the control.
2: women need to realize.
0: That we have the control because we decide if we like them. What do you mean, sexually? We
2: decide. Exactly. And that the men have to initiate and ask you out on the date. And, and women are like, why do the men have all control over what they say? Guess what? You're dictating it.
0: Like, realize
2: what it is.
0: Right. Okay. Because a lot of women now are yeah. like, I can ask a guy out. I, you know, I can do all this. No, but you're saying it's that. like biology. <laughs> it's biology, biology, biology. Like, the men want to do it. Okay. Amy, what about, um, what about the, okay, so this is why I wanted you, we can, I wanted you to because this thing you posted last night was from, like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. I was laughing because it was like had some funny tips in it, like, like never. Okay, um, never date an ex of your friend. This is a tip for guys. No. Do you think guys should never do that? What if they, What if they What if they get the blessing from their friend though?
2: It doesn't matter. So whenever a girl, first of all, has dated your friend and is going to you, there are enough fish in the sea. That you never have to resort to the uncomfortability of oh okay he dated my ex so now he's kind of she's kind of fishing to see what's going on here. There are enough single fish in the sea. Okay, so it can hurt. Like bros classy. before
0: hoes. It's and not same. Classy. It's If girl code is sky code, period. Okay. Um, tip more than you should. Is that always or you're saying on a date? This this article.
2: I. Well, you know what, whether a guy is on his own or with a date, if the bartender buys a round for you and says, this is on me, you should kiss him a little bit more. Right. I think it's classy, you know, when you're out with a guy and says, okay, well, thank you very much. Like, you have to show, like, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's exactly give and take in a relationship.
0: Yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just feel like, yeah, okay. I got it. Well, what about um, don't splitting uh, splitting a check?
2: Oh my gosh! I just
0: Please. don't think it's sexy. Like I'd rather if he says let's split it, I'll pay. Like I oh, think just splitting is over. like a buzzkill. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess so. It's been a long time. I haven't. <laughs> no, but no. yeah. I... If a guy asks you out on an official date, whether
2: you're into him or not. If this is not a guy friend that says, hey, let's go out, grab coffee, grab dinner. Of course, I'm going to say, look, what's the check? But if this is a guy that says, will you go out with me? I am not obligated. I can say, yes, I'll go out with you. That means I'll see. But you asked me out on a date to so whether
0: I am looking to take this further or not. Right. As a gentleman. Like, We're if guys can't afford back. it and you asked her out and you wanted her to split, take her somewhere that you can't afford, right? Like, don't get in over your head. Exactly. I don't care whether it's a walk in the park or Right, coffee. you don't need to spend money it's on a date. You don't it. need to spend money date. To... Okay, what about this? Pretty women who are unaccompanied want you to talk to them. So, like, a hot chick at the yes. bar and she's alone. Guys should just, hey, what do they do, though? What do they do? Guys well, are always like, what do I say?
2: So, so, the most common mistake is guys that, are the best guys for these women and they're too shy to go up to them and they're like, oh, she's waiting for her girlfriend at the bar. Or a boyfriend. They make up all these
0: stories in their head.
2: And sometimes you have to pick up on body language. But you know what? Okay. So if you approach her and say, oh, hi, are you like meeting someone? Guess what, guys? You have to have the cojones because nine times out of ten that girl is waiting for her boyfriend. And, it is worth a conversation to be friendly to approach her because so many beautiful women that are like, I never meet a guy because I'm always like, I'm so busy or I'm going right. out to dinner to meet a girlfriend. Guess what? She's waiting by the bar for her girlfriend.
0: And here's another thing, you just remind me, a couple friend of mine, they're married, they're so happy. They met because she was on a date with someone else at a yep. restaurant and he saw her. Oh,
2: she was on a date. Yeah, and okay.
0: then he like kinda got her number and they, they're now married and happy. So just because she well, has a boyfriend a ballsy. Yeah. Because yeah. if you find out her date's coming, you're looking over your shoulder. Right.
2: Okay. <laughs> so what I about- would say more often time than not take a risk. Pop I say take
0: her. a risk because that leads us to the one that yeah. says um, a girl. What does it say here? Um, about kissing her. It says. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, oh, wait a yeah, where is it? The kissing thing. If, I thought in I heard it. Doubt, if in any doubt, just kiss her. her. Just kiss her. That's what I always say. You're not yeah. gonna die. The worst thing that's gonna happen is she's gonna like you know push you away. Maybe she's not ready yet. If she wasn't into it, but, but be a man. But Amy, yeah. have you have you ever had a guy try to kiss you and you were like mad at him? No, like, not mad not like, mad where still, I'm like, oh, he's a little off. Right, but you say no, <laughs> but it's not like you're like, that's so bad that a guy tried to kiss me, because we no, kind of expect it. Even if you didn't return it, no. you should just try.
2: Listen, men need to be men. Now, listen, if you go out on a date where the man's like, I'm not really sure if she's feeling it, you're like you're really feeling, she's not into this, okay, you won't take that chance. But the rule is, if in any doubt where you're like she might be just be a man you don't have to like shove your tongue down her throat it doesn't have to be like tons of
0: no off. but just like kiss her like lean oh, over and give yeah. her a kiss i always say that to guys i'm like just like i'm not sure i'm like just try it like there's nothing to lose yeah. anderson what do you think anderson and that can change everything girl <laughs> About kissing? you're not gonna talk about never. kissing,
1: yeah. I, I, am a puss. I, I would you never. You don't lean in and kiss. No, I'd always wait for them to uh, be drunk enough. Yeah. Because I've lean never me.
0: in my life, I've never, um, I've never made the first move on a guy. I just. Oh really? I know. I know. But there's guys oh, that really? probably it's I know. It's like
1: jumping off a cliff. It's move. scary. It's,
0: I know that's really bad, say because I believe oh, that women are, women wah, wah. should totally she's because men have a men have scary. a really ha- no stop. like
1: I'd be drunk, God. I'd be I'd be kissing your friend right now because she you know she'd be able to, her guards down. She's a little buzz. Amy, a little you tipsy. little buzz? <laughs> no, absolutely
0: not. Oh, my God. Amy, okay, so listen. Like if so, she had
1: sex right now with a guy, she could charge rape no matter what, I think.
0: No. I would actually have sex with you right now. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See? You'd have sex with Anderson? He's married, but, uh, you know. know. Okay, what about never taking ex back? She tried to do better and is settling oh, with you. Oh, yeah.
2: So many guys are like, well, I'm going to give it a second chance. I'm like, listen, they're your ex for a reason. If they took you back, there's a reason, and it's not good. Yeah, that's true. It's not good. They don't respect you. They're settling. They're, they tried for something better and they didn't get it. Yeah. No, it's a waste of time.
0: Okay, I like it. Um, what about <laughs> one girlfriend at a time is probably enough. So, what about when you first start? To, but when you yeah. first start dating, what if you're like. Out there dating, and you're online, and you're going on like a few dates a week. But I guess eventually, once you settle on one person, you just stick with one because it gets confusing. You yeah, can't remember I mean, who you, you told things be to. Yeah, you're one
2: of those guys that you know you see them. They're like 38, and then they get online, and they're like kid in the candy store. And the next thing they turn around, they're like 47. And they're like, oh, I've been doing this for like nine years, and I never settled on one because I'm looking for the bigger, better deal. Well, guess what? You're going to be pushing 50. And you're supposed to be single with no kids and not married.
0: Right. But and what do you the think the it is about the Bigger right Better now. Deal now? Do you think it's because there's so much more opportunity online, wherever we're yeah. at? Yeah. I mean, the Bigger Better Deal concept has always existed. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah? Um, I mean, you gotta focus. It's
2: like, pick your period when you have fun. And it's like, I'm not going to be serious. And then you get over that phase like a teenager and you decide now I'm going to grow up and now I want like a real connection.
0: Okay. But as a man,
2: you should be able to decipher. If you wait till you're 50, that's your own fault.
0: Yeah. Some people just aren't ready, you know? Yeah. I get it. Um right? Okay. So um, <laughs> anything else, Aim? That's all we got time for with you, but I love you. And your book, Eight Weeks to I Everlasting? I love you. Com, <laughs> And she's a matchmaker. So if you want to be matched up, New York, LA, you can find her. Right, Aime? Well, yeah, just be like relationship minded. Okay. Love you, Aim. Thank you. You're the best. I love you Talk too. to you about it. Have a good love night. You guys. Bye. Okay. She was a party. She's a party. She was a little buzzed. Where was she right now? Was she's that... in New York, and she was at a party, and she's like just got out of the cab and she's a little buzzed.
1: So she was at her house?
0: She got back to her house. S- safe
1: night. in her catacomb. Okay.
0: Yeah, she's not having sex with anyone that she met at the party. She would have banged me. Dude, she would have banged you, and she hasn't even. I don't you. like the
1: ladies that 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 you guys, you girls, uh, think that the, the guy should always have to be the first one to kiss. Yeah, like you're, I know. You know, and, and like if you heard her reaction, sure, she's a little tipsy, but she's like wah wah, you're a puss. What I mean, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, and I agree. I agree. It's tough. In fact, I just feel like I haven't. Maybe I have made the first move, but there's the, the reason why I think it's okay for women or men or whatever, whoever's feeling it, is because guys do have this paralyzing fear sometimes and they want to. And so if a woman leans over, it's the same thing, just kiss them.
1: I think too that, and I realized this about myself pretty late in life, but I was like completely transfixed on my attraction to them and never even let myself. Have the idea that they are attracted to me at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. You like just I thought... never
1: allowed myself to even believe that. I never even thought about it. I you... just I was just thinking about my attraction and worrying about getting rejected.
0: So you weren't even measuring if they might be interested in you. so right. You were so afraid. If that,
1: I was into them. Now if I'm not into them, I'm like, oh, that chick's really into me, and it's kind of annoying. You know what I mean? How
0: come that is the second? But as soon as kiss... I'm
1: into somebody, like I don't even like I don't so even you wait. Okay. So
0: it. even the women that you were so into, though you'd wait for them to kiss you.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, or I mean, like my wife. I kissed my wife. It took me three weeks of taking her out. Yeah. she
0: finally like, dude?
1: And then I kissed her. We were on the beach, and I'm like, I've wanted to do that for a long time because it had been like ten years since I'd wanted to do that because I've known I knew her for a long, long time.
0: Oh, I love that. And
1: she's just like, I know.
0: <laughs> she knew. Yeah,
1: I didn't like but that. But see, the
0: thing is, and there's a study that, I've talked about this before, that, that men are not great at reading signals from women. So there's a lot of guys who are, like, beating themselves up because women are like, I really liked you, and you never made a move.
1: All right, let me let me say this. There have been a couple times, I remember one particular instance. I was in Santa Monica, and uh, there was this girl. I I remember her name. It was after a a, a, a season okay. <laughs> of the year. And uh, I asked her, I'm like, hey, I want to show you something. And I Pop- took her out. Kidding. Took her out the uh, the back of this club that we were in, like in this little alley. You know, it wasn't creepy. I'm making it sound creepy, but Santa Monica's like third street. Took her back street. up the alley, right? And uh, and I tried to kiss her, and and she turned her head. She's like, oh, oh no. And like you don't, you don't. And that was when I was really young, and you don't get past something like that oh, for so, a long okay. time. So
0: see, so many men and women are stuck with like one tr- seemingly traumatic incident that happened when they were young, and they never try again. It could be kissing. It could be some kind of sexual act. It's
1: like PTSD next time it you're in the same PTSD. position. It is PTSD.
0: It absolutely is. And you know what? This is what I always tell guys. You're going to get rejected. And women, you're going to get rejected. But, if the, the, you know, it's all about how you get back up, right? When you fail, it's about how you turn, get yourself back up and not. It's about what you do with the failure, how you turn it around, how you get back up. Keep kissing those girls. Keep asking them out. All that stuff. Right, Anderson? So I know people are, it's controversial what Amy's saying because, I get that a lot of women, I mean, I have tons of friends who ask men out, and I'm actually, it's on my list of things to do, to ask a guy out, like in the Well, why didn't week. you just do that? Because I don't have anyone that I'm interested in now. You kind of
1: did that when you were in Vegas, when you asked the girl, that, that guy to go to bed with you.
0: Who would I ask to go to bed with you in yeah, Vegas? you
1: went up to a guy, and you're like, hey, will you sleep with Oh, me that's tonight?
0: because, um, oh, because I was testing out the waters because a I've never guy, done that.
1: A guy, your friend, how you do it?
0: Yeah, he timed me. It took me one second. And the but guy that's was like,
1: kind of equivalent. And
0: then that guy followed up with me. He's like, if you ever really want to have sex, like... God,
1: guys are pathetic. They're so pathetic. I know. I was like, no, it was we're a so game. Pathetic. I'm
0: like, you were being timed. It took you a second to say yes.
1: No, but if you, you know, if, you, if it's not a game next time, I'm... I'm my dick's always He's here like, for you. He's like,
0: I'm just totally here. I'm just totally here for you, babe. I'm like, Be Thanks. your
1: pommel horse. Totally anytime appreciate you appreciate it.
0: <laughs> totally appreciate it. Um, that was really nice of you. Um, okay, so I've got a little sex in the news here before we get to the emails. So, okay. sex makes you happier than money. Imagine that, Anderson, we are slaves, right? We're slaving away our jobs, we love what we do. Isn't that kind of obvious? Trying to make more money?
1: If that wasn't the case, hookers wouldn't exist. I,
0: what, what, hookers wouldn't exist? Yeah, because
1: we give them our money. I know, it's so
0: true. But, money can't, well I guess money can buy you sex, but it can't buy you love. And, but is making love better than making money? Research has suggested the answer is yes. So, there was a study and estimates the dollar amount that happiness from sex can bring you, but also debunks the old myth that having more money means that you'll have more sex. In fact, it finds that there's zero difference in the frequency of sex from one income level to the next, but they do find that sex appears to be bring more happiness to highly educated people than to those with lower educational status. So sex pretty much is the best thing going for happiness as it generates the most pleasure, meaning, and engagement for people until they stop having sex in their relationship and then they get divorced because they don't ever talk about their sex life, which is why I beg you all, I beg, I beg, anyone in a relationship now, it is never too soon to start talking about sex and be like, I love that, I love that, let's try this, let's do that, you know, I like this. Because what happens is you're going to have great sex for a year or two, and then eventually there's going to be a problem, and you won't know how to bring it up. So just start your sexual dialogue early on so you keep having sex and you're, expanding it. Like I'm sure you do in your relationship, Anderson. Nope. Dude, really? You don't even talk about it? Ah, we talk
1: about it a little it's bit. It's perfect. Like, it, I, what am I doing? I'm not talking about this. But yeah, we, we talk about it, this. but we don't get like details. We don't get into details. That's we awkward. Get into
0: details. You're like, are we boning? Are we not? That's it?
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. we use the word bang.
0: You might say, bang, let's bang tonight. Okay, Um, let's get into the emails. Oh, first, a word from our sponsors. I'll be, yeah, because I love them and I love everyone for listening to the show. But I also love my no-no pro because, let's face it, we have unwanted hair, men and women, everywhere, and it's annoying because you gotta shave and you spend money and razors and waxing and all this stuff. And the No-No Pro is the best way to remove unwanted hair with zero pain. There is no pain at all. And I just do it like when I'm sitting on the couch, like, oh, I've got a hair, i got a hair on my legs. Anywhere, your face, where you want legs, arms, face, men, they got hair like on their back. It is long, weeks of long lasting results without pain the Nono Pro comes with a 100% 60-day money-back guarantee, which I guarantee you're not even going to use that because you're going to be like, oh, my God, why didn't I know about the Nono Pro earlier? I don't have to shave now. Like, I don't have to do anything. It changed my life. Plus, you get a $50 gift card to an award-winning skincare line. So go to NonoEmily.com. That's NonoEmily.com.
1: I got a I got a ad campaign for no no. What? And they get they listen to these air checks too. So this is for free, guys. You get you can have this. What? Uh, give a no no to a monkey like a chimp.
0: Uh huh.
1: Yeah, and then come back like a week later and see how how. Oh,
0: how much, much Harry's going? Well, yeah. yeah, you should talk to them. And and they'll they'll hear this.
1: That's on me. Still trying to
0: get to no no pro. So if they hear this, yeah,
1: every week my wife's like every time. I know. We see a no no ad. She's like, "Where's my no no?" Tell Emily I want my no no.
0: Please, Anderson. His wife wants to use it. She'll come in and show her bare legs or something. Not true. Okay, she won't. But he'll talk about how silky her legs feel.
1: Already gave them the monkey ad.
0: Okay, got it. Okay, so also Fleshlight, the number one sex toy for men, and I know you all want one because listen, I've got a thousand sex toys. Literally, some women have three. Whatever it is, we have many to choose from, guys. You have your hand. I probably have a thousand.
1: No, some some women have three. You made us sound like three some toys. women have 3,000. Some, some
0: women have three toys. I have three thousand or a thousand. But the flashlight.
1: You really have a thousand, girl.
0: Probably. We were just talking about this that we're gonna do a segment in my garage. A segment of the show just with um with all my toys and video editing. I've been talking about this for a while, but we're really gonna do it.
1: You should turn them all on and put them on top of someone, like one by one, and see like see who can uh, like an take... ant,
0: like like ants crawling over a person's body. Yeah, and... like yeah. Okay. Would you it's, like to be the subject?
1: That'd be a good video.
0: That would be a good video. It's going to be very visual.
1: Or, yeah, underneath them and on the You top should direct it because you're be a filmmaker. Ensconced. They should be ensconced. Wait, in, Anderson, in do you want to direct on... it because oh, yeah, you're for a filmmaker?
0: Sure. Of course. Don and Don. Maybe Rune will do it. Okay, listen. You, what the fuck was that? You just gave my job no, away. Rune can be the, the Rune can be the one with the sex toys on him.
1: Jesus. Oh, okay. You're directing. <laughs> All right.
0: Dude, I didn't <laughs> give your job away. I want Room to have the, the fleshlight that on. That was
1: genuine anger.
0: I know, it really was. You got some nerve. I what the hell? That. Maybe Rune could do it. I'm not that lame. So the fleshlight simulates the sensations of actual sex. So you've got your hand, and then you can use this masturbation sleeve, which feels amazing. It simulates a feeling of sex. You ejaculate into it, and it feels... Amazing, everyone! That, every guy I've given it to is like freaked out, and they're like, "Why didn't I know about this?" Because it's engineered to look and feel like the real deal, and also the stamina training unit helps you last longer. Because I know you all want to last a little bit longer in bed. There is an orgasm gap; women take longer to orgasm than men. So check it out. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the fleshlight banner, and for a limited time, if you use code Emily, you get a free bottle of flesh lube, and their lube is an award-winning lube. So check that. Okay, back to the emails. This is about how to flirt. Dear Emily, I've been listening to your podcast and reading your articles because I've been needing to step up my game and start getting a move on with my sex life. I've been very horrible with talking to women and i am not much good of a flirt to begin with. I've never been in a relationship in my life and I really want to make a change and start getting used to talking to women. I would like to know some tips for overcoming confidence issues and learn to let loose. Any advice is appreciated. Thank you very much, Vladimir. Okay, Vladimir, this is... Very, very common for men and like we're saying, it's a skill. It's almost like the flirt skill, the 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 confidence skill, that talking to women it's you have to build it over time. It's a muscle that you haven't used yet. And the more you practice just talking to women and just saying hi, women you're attracted to, not and men, just wherever you go and being confident in the room you walk into and just saying hi. I don't care if you're walking in the office, the post office, you know, the coffee shop and you just get comfortable in your own skin just talking to people. And that will help you because I feel like you you have so much fear around it that I'm not going to tell you that you're going to go. I'm going to tell you what to do right now, and you're going to be a masterful flirter. It's something that's learned, and that comes by being comfortable in your own skin and being confident when you're talking to women. And the more practice you have, the better. Now, how do you explain flirting? Um, You know, flirting is really just being comfortable, and you might say something like, you know, tease them a little but not in like a mean way but just say god yeah, really yeah you look like you know you are you always she like she's running to the bus near the bus stop you almost missed this one are you always late for work I mean I don't know just funny things that are flirty let her know you're interested let her know that you are um let her know that you're confident and that you're playful and ask questions but don't ask her anything too crazy like about her you know sex life and you could tell her that Here's the thing about complimenting women: you don't want to say you're beautiful. You don't want to say like you've great. I mean, you can say you pretty eyes, but right away when guys say that, it's like you want to notice something specific. In fact, I'd rather have a guy be like, "That's a banging belt," than like you've pretty eyes. Banging?
1: That'd be okay if you said banging.
0: No, that's a really hot belt, or that's so it's such a cool like whatever. You know, it's what about something the handbag? they know, handbags are great really? too. I don't think he's gay. Yeah, I've had guys complimenting my shoes, my handbag. You I complimented it? you on this your bag. This is what it is you did my red bag. I
1: love your red and black bag.
0: I have it right here. You wanna notice, this is what you wanna do. You wanna observe something happening in the moment, Vladimir, and everyone. Observe something happening in the moment. So you're waiting for the bus. God, I've never, this bus, is it always this late? So you observe something you guys can talk about. Then you make a comment on it and you start You start a conversation. And then you listen to her cues, just like think about when you're talking to your friends. And then that's like your icebreaker, and then you just start You know, talking to her and you could say, God, I, this is so fun. Let's enjoy this conversation. Let's totally grab a cup of coffee. Um, Here's my number, or I can take yours. Call me, and you just—you don't think about it because you don't want to be beating yourself up that you didn't get her number. Because haven't you done that, Anderson? When you met someone, and you're like, "Why didn't I get her number?"
1: I'm terrible. I'm telling you, I, I would get a girl's number and then I would call and her like so three cute. months. I would call her three months later. See, this and is she'd the be like, fear. And she's like, "My boyfriend's here. Who is this?" Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I was she gave terrible. You, right.
0: So you guys, you missed the boat. This is what I'm saying, and you got to do it with confidence. Like, you know, when you just like you're asking for a raise or you're really nervous about something and you just like ripping a band aid off and you're like. It's kind of like you say it and you stop talking. You know how sometimes you're like, I want a raise because I really feel like I've worked really, really hard. No, I think I deserve a raise, you know, or whatever it is that you say. And you're just like, we're going, we have to continue this conversation. Let's get coffee. Give me your number. And you just, in a way that's makes her think like, God, this guy's confidence. He knows what he wants. And you go for it. I mean, I really think that it's about practicing. So you say you're horrible talking to women. My first step for you is to practice. The second thing is to just, even if you're start talking to a woman and ask her out, ask for her number and, um, do whatever you can to just build that confidence and know that you're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen. If she says no, if she rejects you, it doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean you're bad with women. It means that there's a thousand million other women on the planet that you can talk to.
1: Was it this show or did I say it on the show that, uh, Pretend like it's, it's your friend's girlfriend? No. If you get that mindset, it actually loosens you up. Because you think, like, oh, this is my friend's girlfriend, so I'm not hitting on her. I'm not being creepy. I'm not being weird. But I can still be friendly with her.
0: Exactly. And that's- there's
1: nothing. And then if you can actually psych yourself out to, to get in that mindset, actually, it'll it'll, it'll calm you that's down. That's a
0: really good mindset. I think that's great. Or think about, like, you're t- I always say it's like you're talking to one of your friends. Like, you're really comfortable with your friends, Vladimir. I'm sure they love you. You've got Vladi. great friends. Vladi. 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 And so you have to, like, because just because you've got confidence with your friends, people don't realize that you can actually have that with members of the opposite sex as well. But again, it's practice because all this stuff, Vladimir, you're talking about is in your mind. It's not reality. It's not that women don't like you. It's not that you're not attractive. It's that you haven't even tried yet because your fear is paralyzing you. So I'm just giving you little tips to get out there and gain more confidence.
1: But trust your gut, too. Like, if you hear something in your head, you're going to say something to her and it sounds stupid, eh, it might be stupid. So don't say it. You know, no, Come but- up with something better. What do you mean? There's an approaching line.
0: Like an approaching line, I yeah. Like don't I,
1: a lot of guys like will come up with really cheesy things and they just force it. And I don't. I don't think that that works. And I know it doesn't. So if you know, trust your gut. Don't say something stupid. That's if you think why it I is say done.
0: observe something in the moment and just start a natural conversation. Oh, you're late for the bus. Right, the where, bus. where do you work? Oh really? That's cool. I have a friend. Who went, really? What do you do there? That's awesome. You know, I it's mean,
1: amazing how like quickly you can get on track and just oh. absolutely. Yeah.
0: So don't do a pickup line. Observe, observe, exactly. observe what's happening in the moment, in the environment. God, the rain. When he's my umbrella, and whatever is friggin' happening, observe. That's what you do. You don't have to have kind a of pickup line.
1: Let me pass this by. You. Um, what about hitting on a girl, or talking to a girl, or striking up a conversation with a girl uh, that he has no business talking to, like way out of his league, for practice? Like, what's it going to do? I think it's it
0: awesome. Nothing. I think it's amazing. Like, I mean, the
1: worst thing that could happen is, uh, you know, she, she likes you. lets you know that you're out of her out of her league and you move on. You already knew that. But there's a chance that she might be into it.
0: Exactly. And what? who do you say what's out of your league? Because that's just like setting status in, that you're saying that I'm lesser than her. And so why would you even go to any situation thinking that? That's how guys think. I never think I'm out of anyone's league. Like a guy. Like, I never think, oh, I'm out of his leagues. You're mindset.
1: out of most people's leagues. Well,
0: I am, but I don't actually even think about it because, no. I just don't. I don't think like that. You don't have to have that mindset. She's a woman. She's hot. You're attracted to her. Talk to her. The worst thing that happens, you know, if you're confident and you're talking to her, women aren't, like, they're, that is what they're attracted to first. I'm telling you, sure, you're like, I'm short, but I don't have a car, if, you, if you're confident and you pique your interest, the brain is our most active sex organ. And if you and can if you get nervous, seem like that.
1: Smile, because as soon as you smile too, you naturally get more calm. Like right, your body like and sends. Up straight. and
0: yeah. Like I'm doing right now, I just set up straight. So that's what you do, okay. Here's another question from feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can always send me your questions because I love hearing from you. Hi Emily, I've listened to your show for the last few weeks and it's great, I love it. I'm in a long term relationship. We're both in our early 30s and we have great sex with toys, shoes, which I don't know what that means. I think it means that she leaves her shoes on. Uh, Lots of variation. We'll try anything once. We're both very comfortable with our bodies and know them well. However, I thought after listening to you that I would try to engage in a conversation about our sex and whether there was something specific or different he might like to do. I said something along the lines of, we already have great sex, and I love it. I've been, and before I could get in any further, he said, yeah, it's all right, which made me stop in my tracks. I'm feeling quite shocked and a little upset. I don't really know how to approach the subject again. It's made me feel like we have an iceberg of a problem that I just uncovered, you know? What do you think I should do? Look forward to hearing your advice. Thanks, Alex. Okay, Alex, when I first read this, first I was concerned about the shoe thing. I don't know what that is, but I think think you meant you're wearing shoes on the bed. But the other thing is, he's probably, I think that you're reading into this too much. If this is your boyfriend, and he said, yeah, it's all right, he might have you might've read it wrong. Like he might've just been like uncomfortable at first. Like, I don't wanna go there and I don't wanna talk about it. If he just said, yeah, it's all right. I feel like you should definitely open this up again and just be like, okay, so the other day when I brought this up, you said, yeah, it's all right. Did you mean like, you know, I took it as like, you know, all right, isn't great. And I'm saying there's so many fun things we could do. Here's some ideas I have. Or what do you think would be great? I mean, I would clarify here because you said you stopped dead in your tracks. You didn't finish your conversation because in your mind, you interpreted, I wasn't there. But a lot of times we hear things that are, we interpret things that aren't really, you know, what was was his intention. I don't believe that your boyfriend uh, in a long-term relationship is going to go, yeah, it's all right. What's for dinner? Do you?
1: No, and you know every girl I've ever dated—they've always heard me say things that I didn't say.
0: Exactly. They've always
1: heard me uh, misin- misinterpreted something I've said because the mood that they're in. Right. And they're anticipating. And she it. was
0: nervous probably to bring it up, and, and di- yeah.
1: No, actually, just uh, usually it's like they're angry, and then we go back to why they're angry, and they explain. And they, they say it was cause you said this. And it's like, but that's not what I meant, and that's not the tone I used. Exactly. And that's what you wanted to hear.
0: So many things get lost in translation in relationships. And so Alex, I would not let this freak you out because this is your long term boyfriend. Go back to him, but okay, I'm going back to the sex conversation, babe. I said, let's talk about our sex life, and you said, Yeah, it's all right. And I read that as like, it's all right. And to me, like, I think it's really good. And I was gonna suggest some other things we could do, but you know, what did that mean? And fine, you're gonna be like, Babe, I didn't say that. I was on was texting my friend, I didn't even hear what you said. For all he knows he doesn't even remember the conversation. So um, I think that you are you you are spending a lot of time now probably obsessing and worried and, and you're emailing me, which is awesome, but just go back to it. like The second you hear this, you should just be like, okay, babe, we're opening this conversation up again because truly if he thinks it's just all right and he's not willing to talk about it, then you know what? Guess what? Game over. Move on. If he's not willing to talk about it, he's not willing to. But I believe that you've misinterpreted the situation. So- and she
1: should break up with him by listening to this episode and then staring I at him and pulling off up. to the side of the road and saying, all right. No, her.
0: but I mean, if he goes, yeah, it's all right. I'm not that satisfied. I mean, no, don't break up them that and there. I'm being very harsh. I just mean, if he just, if he's like, yeah, I said it was all right. What do you want? What do you mean about it? I mean, I just can't imagine that's what it is. He's probably like, yeah, it's all right. And then you got scared, and he probably didn't know where it was no, going. No, he's probably saying it's all right. Yeah,
1: it's good. It's all right.
0: Right, it's good. It's good. Yeah.
1: It's fine. And maybe, it's all
0: right. And maybe Alex is going, yeah, it's all right. And maybe in his mind, he's been thinking, wow, I really wanted to tie her up. But you cut off the conversation because of fear, which I totally understand. But again, I think that you got to open this back up. And I love that you were trying to do this because everyone needs to do this in their relationship and just open it up again, and see what happens. I don't think this is a death sentence, but if he, you know, we'll find out. You got to let me know what happens when you bring it up again because I really don't think that he meant what it intended. Okay. This is about a relationship that perhaps has no future. Hi Emily, I love, love, love your show. It's so insightful, and you're so darn sweet. Your interns also rock. Yes, they do. I started dating a guy we met on Tinder. My intentions were never to get into a relationship or anything like that. We dated him for about three months and were pretty inseparable. I felt I felt pretty hard for him. So things were going well between us, but we had a talk last. We had we had a talk last night about our. About our relationship was about how our relationship was going, and everything got super weird. He said he really likes spending time with me and wants to date me, and he has no interest in dating other people. But if he ever did want to see someone else, he wouldn't, he wouldn't want to not be able to. So he'd like to have his cake, he needed to. He also said he knew inevitably we wouldn't work out in the long run, and it hurt my feelings to hear that. We have a great time together, and I love spending time with him, and the sex is so good too, but I don't know what to do. Should we continue to date even though we know, I, we know it'll lead to nothing? What do you think? He's 27, I'm 23, thanks again Emily, I love the show. Penelope. Penelope, he just told you everything that you need to know. You need to end this relationship. I mean, you could find out more information, like you could say to him, why do you think it's not gonna last? But if he's telling you that he wants to see other people and that he doesn't think it's gonna last, I'm not sure what other kind of information you need to get from him. People, like, that's pretty straightforward. So you're young, you're on Tinder, there's a lot of other guys out there, and this guy's not treating you the way that you want to be treated. In fact, you're not going to be able to convince this 27-year-old guy that yes, you are the one and no, you don't want to see other people because he's been very clear. So my honest tooth Penelope is that you got to just end this one. Um, I wouldn't say you need to blow him off. You could have one more conversation with him and say, "This is what again, this is what I heard you say. I heard you say that we're together and you like me, but you'd like to see other people and you don't see it going anywhere. So in my mind that thinks, why are we wasting our time? I think you're awesome, well, and let him talk. See what he says. He might be like, oh, I didn't mean that, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's pretty clear marching orders. What do you think, Anderson? Yeah? You think? Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, people just walked Oh, in you there.
0: missed it, it's okay, but.
1: No, no, he's, he's breaking up with her. And he's I mean, trying dude, to give he her an easy he, out.
0: yeah, totally. What, Drew?
1: I don't know. Drew comes in and he likes to just Dude, disrupt everything. Drew, do you wanna come in for a minute?
0: We're on camera. No? Is he gonna get on the mic? Okay, um, do we have time for one more? Or should we just, we're good.
1: Uh, yeah, the show's done.
0: We're done, we love you. I so appreciate everyone for listening to the show. I appreciate you, Anderson. I appreciate your podcast
1: you. you, um it was really good. We did- uh, Film
0: Vault, check it. Yeah,
1: the Film Vault, we talked about Whiplash, which is maybe my favorite film of the year. That really? and Birdman, oh my god. Yeah, the great movies are coming out.
0: Okay, good to know. And we're
1: covering them all over on the film vault.
0: over on the film vault. Okay, everyone, and follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's all Sex with Emily, and I love hearing from you. And thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, guys, have you um, ever heard of a massage candle? It looks like a regular candle. In fact, if you are watching us on Ustream right now, which you can, oh, it just turned off, but these are regular candles. Look, you can put it on your table, it looks amazing, but it's actually a candle that turns into massage oil, which is warm, luxurious, and it sets the mood. It's your secret weapon in the bedroom if you want to spice things up, get your partner in the mood, and have incredible sex. And the feedback has been outstanding. This is from a listener. Dear Emily, my girlfriend was skeptical at first, but agreed to try the warm oil on me first and gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and we had amazing sex. She could not stop talking about how good the candle smells, how great the massage oil feels, and I am convinced that the scent and the candle helped us through some of the barriers to sex that we have faced lately. What else do I need to tell you people? Buy this candle, it's beautiful, and you can also use it just you know around your dinner table or turns into massage oil, you'll love it. Check it out, emilyandtony.com, use coupon code Emily. That's emilyandtony.com. Okay, so Anderson, um. I'm getting a new car, and in the past, I have to tell you that I, when I got my last car, I was actually dating this guy. I didn't like him very much, but I kept sleeping with him just so he would help car? me buy the car. In the car? No, I needed a new car, and I'm not great at car shopping. I'm a chick. They want to take advantage of me. I don't oh, have the time. Oh, they see you
1: guys coming. I know. Yeah. So I
0: said to him, I was like, "Hey, would you, you take me car shopping?" And he was like, really into it because he wanted to date me.
1: He wanted to prove that he's a man.
0: Exactly. So
1: did he get you a good deal? Though he this got guy? me.
0: No, he got me a really bad deal.
1: You thought it was a good deal at the time. I thought it was a good deal. Everyone it thinks it's a good deal at one point or another when that guy's going back and he's like. Yeah. Hey, let me talk to my manager and, and see if let's... that's doable. And then they come back, they like, it's doable. But you have no idea. You no have no idea. clue.
0: And then you're going crazy and you're talking to a million places. So truecar.com is changing car buying forever. And I'm using it to get my new car right now. True Car users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Some features are not available in all states. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. Anderson, it's so friggin' easy. It just takes the guesswork. You just plug in the car you want, and then you get the price, and there's, then the
1: whole thing. There's no more haggling than the haggling. Nothing. I'm, I'm a terrible haggler. I'm not, a, I'm not an agent. I know. I'm
0: not an agent. True Car users save an average of $3,078 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, you go to TrueCar.com, find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for, which is so cool. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step, so simple. You print out your TrueCar savings certificate, take it to a TrueCar certified dealer for a better hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, every day, TrueCar users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings, save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.